Callaway Chronicles, the Oklahoma's Oklahoma State Football Podcast. I am your host, Scott Wright, joined by Jacob Unruh. We're back at Stone Cloud one day after our special, special episode with Colin Oliver, who joined us yesterday. This is this is a treat for our our viewers, our listeners, yes, exactly. even our readers. Yes. We're bringing you extra content here. Exactly. Got a bonus episode yes. this week. You've uh, got to go check. Go this check out it out. On Whether if you're if you're on YouTube, it'll be it's on the YouTube channel. If you're on Apple Podcasts, scroll back one. It's on the uh, Apple Podcast channel as well. Got to uh, got to have a thing, uh, a one on one, a two on one, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but we got to we got to have Colin Oliver on the show, and it was fantastic. He was a blast. Had a lot of fun. Talked some football. Talked some non-football. We got to do it all, and it was a really good time. So you'll want to go check that out. If you have a chance, if you haven't already, because that was up a day earlier than yeah. uh, than this one. So, hope you got to check it out. If not, go back and and explore that one. I want to thank the folks at Prediction.com for helping us put that together and get that knocked out. So, really good stuff. But now it's uh, it's a Monday afternoon and we're back at Stone Cloud. Yes, this is where we want to be. We didn't get yes. to be here last week because there was That's no right. there were no football availabilities. We did not talk to players. Did not talk to Mike Gundy. Um, we stayed in Oklahoma City. We did. And uh, did not get to come here on Monday, which is unfortunate. Yes. But we're back. We're back. And now we're drinking beer and we're talking football. And? and we've got stuff. So. What are we drinking? What are we drinking? This is the big segment. We need music. We, we need do. some music for these right. things. Like, I agree. Just, what are we drinking? Ba, da, 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 I don't know. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking a Hellas. Very nice. Um, and it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the exact name of it now and it's not nearby Ooh. where I can see. Yes. But, um, excursion? excursion? Excursion, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's fantastic. It's actually really good. The, the drink I took a little bit ago while you were talking was the first drink I'd had of it. And yeah. I really, really like it. All right. Good deal. I am drinking Bruce Lee, Ooh. an Imperial IPA. Not Bruce. Not Bruce. Bruce. No, no, Bruce. B-R-E-W-S. So they have Chug Norris. Yes. They have Bruce Lee. They've got, uh, I don't know, what are, they've got to figure out a way to get Jackie Chan yeah. maybe in they, there next. They I do, don't know. They do a bunch of uh, Christmas characters at Christmas for their stouts. Right. They do right. a lot of that. So they like characters around They here. do. They do. And they and they do it well. I'm assuming this one's good. I'm uh, it's taking good. I've had it. other it's people's good. word for it, but here we go. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. All right, there we go. Very nice. See, nailed it. Bruce Very Lee doesn't thing. miss. That's right. That's exactly right. All right. Of course, we want to remind everybody about our newsletter going to be something very interesting this week. I assume we haven't actually discussed what's going to be in the newsletter yet this we week. We prepared for that as much as we prepared for this show today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> uh, we'll get that going and, uh, and have some good stuff in your inbox if you subscribe to the Oklahoma State Athletics newsletter through Oklahoman.com. Go check that out. As always, we want to remind you, if you're watching on YouTube, go down in the comments, give a prediction for Oklahoma State, Kansas State this week, and uh, you have a chance to win a beer that we will drink for you on the next show. We actually did have a winner of, of the did. Iowa State game. We yes. did. I was um, about to ask. Yes, his name was Eric, Eric, and he did not predict a score, but he did say, "quote Pokes lose." So that was uh, really the only accurate prediction. You get a half a beer, Eric. Okay, that's, that's half a, of this. Half of one of these beers is that's yours. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so half a beer we for want full for participation Eric. in the future, Eric. Yeah, get I a score, score. Get a score in there. All right, so so that that's your chance to uh, to win a beer that we'll yeah. uh, we'll drink for you next week. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, we did discuss a lot of Kansas State related stuff in the Colin Oliver episode, mm-hmm. so we don't want to have to don't want to repeat a ton of that. So we'll nah. stay focused mostly on what Mike Gundy had to say today. Some interesting thing is to kind of unwrap and unravel uh, that we can uh, that we can get into. Um, we'll get into uh, we we'll have of course the Stone Cloud Six back at the end of the day that I'm very excited for. Yes, on this is a good one. Levels. 
though I had no idea what happened with what were you going to bring me football wise. Right. No, of course not, because I just typed it in while you Perfect. were uh, while you were researching the other half of the draft. For the draft, so. yeah. So I did a little homework for the draft because that's what I care about on yeah. this podcast is the draft. Yes. So uh, so we'll get into all of that, but Mike Gundy today. Uh, I think. Uh, I think the phrase you used in the in what you wrote for the website was smoke and mirrors. Yes. Felt like a lot of that going on yes. with Gundy today. Basically said, uh, basically said they'll determine their starting quarterback based on practice this week. We'll, we'll work it out in practice. Was yeah. that the phrase? Yeah, we're, we're working through that in practice or something. Yes, exactly. So uh, I don't know that there's anybody outside the program that really thinks it's not Alan Bowman no, at this point. No, and, and spoiler alert, because this will be out tomorrow, we're talking to Alan Bowman later today. Yes. So bring to that how you want to read to it. Yes, and, and, and Mike Gundy approves the players that we get to yes. talk to. He could have said, no, I don't want you talking to the guy who's not going to be my starter. <laughs> yeah. But he's letting us talk to him. Yeah. I don't think that there's uh, a lot that's being hidden right no. here. So um, we'll, uh, we'll share some of the stuff that, that Alan Bowman has to say in the, in the paper and on Oklahoman.com. So you'll have to go look for that. Um, but yeah, felt very odd to, to go that direction mm-hmm. after, after Bowman started and, and played moderately well. Yeah, I don't think he played poorly, so I don't know why you would make a change at this point. Right. No, Against it, a good defense, too. Exactly. Really good defense. He, uh, they, they had over 400 yards. First time Iowa State had given up over 400 yards in, in what, 19 games? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, I understand, yes, he could have played better. Yes, the line could have blocked better. They could have run the ball more effectively. All of those things. But for where they are right now, I thought he played pretty well. Yeah. And I don't see a reason to, uh, to panic yet at this point. We've discussed at some point you, you, probably, you probably go ahead and roll with one of your young guys. I would say probably Garrett Rangel. Um, but I don't think you're at that point right no, now. No, I think you, you, it's one Big 12 game. Yeah. You know, like I think, I think people are forgetting that. I mean, yeah, they're two and two, but it's one Big 12 game. So if magically you turn this thing around in the bye week, right. there's still a lot of football left. Yeah. So you can't turn to, you know, you got to go with the best guy right now. Exactly. Um, in terms of other smoke and mirrors discussions, uh, the two safety positions outside of Kendall Daniels still remain a mystery. Lyric Rawls did not play at Iowa State, did not make the trip at all. Um, they've been a little bit cagey in, uh, yeah. in terms of how they've discussed him. Uh, basically said that he was uh, just not on the trip yeah. um, at Iowa State, and now he's day-to-day. Yeah, and Gunny said depends on how he feels. Yes. So I think it's injury-related, but we're not 100% sure. Yeah. So we're playing it very close to the best. Kind of a mystery best. on that one. And then, of course, to Trey Rucker. Uh, incident with yes. his um, arrest the day after the, the game in Iowa and uh, he's, he's facing some charges uh, for an alleged DUI yes. and um, Gundy says he's still active Yes. Um, and on the team because they're letting the legal process play out I think active is different than he will play on Saturday Yeah. and so yeah. Um, I don't think I don't expect Trey Rucker to play on Saturday but Gundy left the door open, I guess, just in case, in a way. Yes. But I don't expect Trevor Rucker to play. He, uh, he left himself some wiggle room. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've talked on this show about how Rucker has played a ton. Yes. Even when they're rotating other young guys in at other positions, including Kittle Daniels' spot, they're not rotating mm-hmm. at Rucker's spot, which leaves a little bit of concern maybe for what they've got behind him. So maybe you don't want to let the cat out of the bag 
fully that you're yeah. that you're going to be playing a young guy who really hasn't played at all this season. So I think maybe that could be playing into to how Gundy handled the the questions today on Rucker. Probably plays into how he handled the Rawls mm -hmm. uh, questions as well. Um, you know, Cameron Epps was a guy that we saw at Iowa State getting a lot of uh, a lot of work. Not sure who the next guy in line would would be. Ty Williams. Ty Williams obviously has been playing the Kendall Daniels spot, yeah. but, but I think he's a guy that they're most confident in. Yeah. Um, you know, Raymond Gay is another guy back there mm -hmm. that's that's had a lot of experience in uh, in, ter in in terms of, uh, of of behind the scenes practice and, and oh, those sorts or of maybe things, Rawls so. plays and Epps fills in for Rucker. You could know, be. maybe they kind of move some guys like that. Could be. Yeah. A lot so. of things that could could happen as they try to figure out what exactly direction they're going there. Um, obviously, getting the pass defense shored up is the, the most pressing thing mm -hmm. for this team right now. And to have a couple of question marks on the back end is a little bit scary. So I'll be, be curious to see how they handle that uh, on Friday night. Um, which I'm really excited about a Friday night blackout. I think That's the gonna atmosphere really cool. is going to be is going to be buzzing. I think it's going to be fun. I know a lot of Oklahoma State fans are down right now because of the way things are going, but a week off to put it away, put it behind you, mm -hmm. and I think I think you're going to have some excitement in that stadium that that this team probably really needs. Yeah, I think so. I think you know, I mean, you get a chance to come out, and I think blackouts are always fun, anyways. Mm -hmm. But now all of a sudden, you put on a Friday night, no yep. other game, not a lot of games going on across the country. National Spotlight for OSU. I think fans are going to get a little hyped up, to, you know. And um, yeah. I'm not sure what Stillwater High is doing that night. That's a good question. I have not. I have not looked that up. I apologize, but I think, you know, even if especially if Stillwater's not in town, maybe you know, mm -hmm. maybe you get you know, a bit more of an atmosphere. Could be. Could be an interesting night. Um, other things from from Gundy that, that stuck out. There was a lot of a lot of pure football. talk Yeah, a in lot today's. of pure football talk that was a little a little tough to dissect and. and relay along just in a right. clean way but I think his talk about Alex Hale fascinated me because mm -hmm. you know he was asked Gunny was asked how comfortable he how far he was how comfortable how, with the the length of a kick for right. for uh, Hale he was and he said 57 and in yeah. and I thought 57 that's a long ways for Alex Hale right like yeah. his career long is 53 now he just hit the other day against the wind on grass tall mm -hmm. tall thick grass uh, which I thought was crazy impressive. He did it in a hurry too. Yeah. And but 57, they said Logan Ward, if he could have the idea where the ball's going, could kick further probably. Mm -hmm. So they got some legs. I thought that was fascinating. Um, you know, I thought uh, his talk about NIL at the end was fascinating because I know a lot of fans are right. really concerned with NIL stuff right, right. now. And, and there's been a lot of stuff. I would, I, I think a lot of stuff floating around on the internet that's not all that accurate yeah. in terms of his feelings about it and and uh, it's sort of similar with his feelings about the portal yeah like you know he came out last year and said we're not portal people but he's used the portal he's used the grad transfer rule yeah and before a lot of people it. were doing it. exactly he was doing it well early um he doesn't like what these things represent to college football yes so he's not pushing for an increase in what the in how these things are used yeah he would like it to go back to to go back in time, essentially, yeah. but he also knows that he has to use it all. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think I think some of the uh, the things that are said about his beliefs toward those two things 
are uh, a little bit blown out of proportion. And, I, and he talked. He was pretty firm today about his. He likes folks of the purpose. Mm -hmm. The NIL Collective. I've written about them before. I know some of those people. Uh, they're trying to do good things for OSU athletes uh, and the community. They, they combine all in one thing and try and do that. And he was very firm about how, how important that is to them and everything. And I thought that was a good. Uh, it was. It was a uh, timely question that I think got a good, solid answer out there finally from Mike in front of a lot of people on cameras saying, yes. you know, I really think this is important. Yeah, because I, I think that he does understand that, even if he doesn't like. Yeah. If he could, he'd be an eraser and just go wipe all of this stuff yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. But he can't, and so he has to, he has to adapt. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right, other, other things from, uh, from Gundy? I was listening to you and not thinking about uh, what, what else Gundy had to say. Yeah, I was, was, saying, was, I was about was to ask you what else you got here. Um, it's, uh, he talked about... Know, his talk about the, the Kansas State defense I thought was, yeah. was interesting because it is a, a different type of, of three-man front. Mm -hmm. They do some different things with, uh, with how they operate. Um, you know, do some different things with the linebackers. Uh, so it's not the same as, as what Oklahoma State and Iowa State run. Uh, but he said there are a lot of, a lot of similar principles. So... Um, you know, I think I think seeing it both in practice as much as, as Oklahoma State does, particularly through the spring and uh, and some of fall camp, probably benefits uh, you know the the offense to understand how to block it differently, uh, how to react to a three man front. Um, you know, when you got a, a linebacker walking up to the line like they do with Colin Oliver, all those sorts of things. I think they see it more now and and in and in full speed live situation against your best players rather than scout team guys. Yeah. So I think that makes a, uh, a real difference for what this, uh, this team is able to do. Now, that said, Kansas State has been really good against the run, and that's going to be a big question mark for Oklahoma State going into this Friday night ballgame. I also thought it was interesting what you said about Will Howard, the Kansas State quarterback, and how mm -hmm. he has been the biggest positive change for them mm -hmm. as a team because he said, you know, he said he's been there five or six years. This is his fourth season, by right. the way. Um, which is easy to think that because he's played in multiple games every year. He's been right. so heavily involved because their quarterbacks have getting, gotten hurt and things like right. that. But starter this year, apparently you know, his improvements, Gundy believes, is the reason why Kansas State continues to take off like it is because of his growth, which I thought was really fascinating. Because you know they've had quarterbacks that have been better than him the last few years, but yet he right. continues to grow and keeps staying. So. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't even really the starter. Hmm. when Oklahoma State went up there. Yep. We all thought that Adrian Martinez was going to play that yep. week last year, and he comes out and has a, just an incredible just day. torches OSU. He had, another, he had a big day back in, I want to say, 2020, the COVID year up there when Oklahoma yep. State ended up uh, winning 20-18. to 18. They, had, they had that late uh, fumble return by Jason Taylor yep. for a touchdown that, that helped them pull that one out 20-18. to 18. But He rushed for 125 yards in that ball game. Um, he's been a guy that has been a thorn for the Oklahoma State defense during his career. So I can understand why it probably feels to Gundy yeah. like he's been there for yeah, six years. he's been years. there forever. He's got to go. Yeah, you know, it's... exactly. And and I don't think, now, now, the Arizona State quarterback was a different kind of athlete. Yes. But a true freshman, Will Howard's a vet, an experienced yep. guy. This is his 27th game. That's wild. Playing. He's played that. Yeah. Um, and... And and like said, most of that is has been he's been the number two guy on the yeah. depth chart. I, yeah. I think he might have even been number three. That in might be more games, Alan Bowman, because Bowman's made nineteen starts now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say that is more. And so twenty if you don't include the opener. Right. So I don't. Know, I, don't I think I, there were three. I think there were three games he came in in relief. In Michigan. At uh, at, at between Texas Tech and Michigan. Yeah. So, so 
So he's probably played more games than Alan Bowman at this point. And right. Bowman's 24 years old and, yeah. you know, a veteran, so. Yeah, and, and Howard is very efficient mm -hmm. in how he operates an offense. You know, he does it. He didn't throw the ball a ton last year, but completed a lot of big passes, almost 300 yards. He had the, like I said, the game where he rushed for 125 on 14 carries. So he can be impactful even without uh, a lot of usage to steal a basketball term. So that's going to be, I think, the biggest challenge for this defense this week uh, because they've got to worry about uh, they've got to worry about about the run, the straight run game, running back run game. They've got to worry about the pass coverage that's been an issue for them the last two weeks. But also now you've got a quarterback who is kind of a wily vet that can take off and run on you. And that adds just another wrinkle to things that they've got to do defensively to be ready to go. So it's, a, uh, I think, a scary situation on some level for, uh, for an Oklahoma State defense that's probably feeling a little bit rattled right now after the way things have gone the last couple of weeks. So. Um, Anything else from Gundy that, uh, that that jumped out at you? No, I think that's pretty good for us. I think yes, yeah. it was it was a little shorter today too. He had places yeah. to be because of a, a practice schedule today, but uh, it was it was it was good insightful stuff of what we got. Yeah, it was it was, and uh, also uh, I'll just to tease a story for later in the week. Going to be writing about Dalton Cooper. I got to uh, got to ask Mike some questions about that, which I, I thought were uh, were very helpful. Um, you know, Cooper came in as a transfer from Texas State. Had played left tackle for, for three years, been a starter there, a really good left tackle there. And obviously a, a local kid from, from Prague, Oklahoma. They get him in and he, uh, he misses, uh, Mike estimated, about 10 practices back in spring out of 15. So that's a pretty significant number. And, and, and then was kind of behind then by that point, by the time he got going in the fall. So really important for him. I think, you know, according to Pro Football Focus, he is the, the best graded offensive lineman to this point. You know, he's only had about a game and a half at left tackle. Yeah. Came in as uh, as uh, backup when Jake Springfield got hurt in, at right tackle in the opener. Played a couple of games there. Shifts over to the left and has been really consistent for them. He's been there. a big reason that the offensive line's improved. I, I think, think so. Is because think, of him. I think it's a really important improvement. We saw Cole Birmingham shift from left tackle over to right. Of course, Springfield still not healthy once he comes back. Don't know what exactly will happen there, so we'll see how they handle that. Uh, but I, I think getting guys in the spots where they're most comfortable and Cooper certainly seems more comfortable yeah. on the left side than the right side. So getting guys uh, where they're comfortable is going to be really important to going forward and actually making some impact. So, um, all right. Anything else before we head on to the stone cloud six pack? No, I think the stone cloud six pack is in order. I'm ready for the questions you're going to fire at me that yes. I'm not prepared you for. Have no clue what's coming. And I will, uh, it's, it fits right in with, uh, with where we just finished, uh, because I'm starting with the run game. Okay. Obviously, Here like we go. I said, Oklahoma State really struggling. Kansas State really good against the run. So with that, over or under 3.0 yards per carry for the Cowboys this week. First, just for some context, while you, while yeah. you debate that, Oklahoma State, I don't remember what Oklahoma State's number ended up being at Iowa State, but they had the 71-yard rush by right. Ollie Gordon. And then it was not very good after that. All the rest of their carries, they averaged 2.6, I think, is what, what the number was. It was definitely under I'm going to say under, then. I'm, uh, I'm with you on that. I'm going to say under. I just, Kansas State's defensive fronts were really, really good. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a huge difference maker. Yeah, I think so, too. I think this is going to be a, a, a tough week for them in, uh, in that regard. They're going to need to complete some passes uh, to try to give themselves a chance. And I think this is the week that you see the receivers have a little bit of a of a big day. Yeah, 
That said, that leads us to number two in the Stone Cloud Six Pack. Brennan Presley, we talked about him today okay. and, and the need to get him more involved in the offense. Uh, there was a, a concerted effort the first couple of games. The last two, it's been really difficult to get him the ball. So, and we're just talking pass receptions, all, all, all in and rushes, but we're not including special teams in his, in his touches for this question. Brennan Presley, over or under 3.5 total touches? Over. Going over? I'm going over, because I really think something they probably worked on in this bye week is getting him the football more, finding ways yeah. to get him more involved because you just can't have a guy like Brandon Presley not touching the football. Yeah. They figured how to get Ollie Gordon more involved, and they got to figure out a way to get Brandon Presley more involved. And I think if you do that, it's going to make this offense even a little bit more better. Maybe not great, mm -hmm. but it'll be better. Yeah, I can see that. That said, I am, I am going under okay. this week. I feel like teams are... Uh, devising ways yeah. to eliminate Brennan Presley and that sort of helps when they're in the run game because they're clouding the middle of the field yeah. up around the box and that's where Presley can do a lot of his damage so uh, I'm going under I think it's a, a really important week for Dejon Stribling Jaden Bray if, uh, if we see Blaine Green get involved again he was a leading receiver down at Iowa State or up at Iowa State um, you know those guys Talon Shetron was, uh, was another guy that was heavily involved. Uh, those are guys that are going to have to be big this week on Friday night, I think. So, all right, moving over to the defensive side of the ball. We've tried this one uh, a couple of times, and uh, I don't know that either of us have, uh, have gotten it yet, but uh, next interception for the Oklahoma State defense. Next interception. I'm going with Colin Oliver. Friend Ooh, of the podcast. That's Colin right. Oliver. Friend of the show. He is now a friend of the podcast officially. Yes. So I'm going with Colin Oliver. All right. Very good. I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to disagree with that at all. Um, but since I have to pick someone else, yeah. I will take Kendall Daniels. Okay. Uh, I, think, I, I think he's really figuring out this middle safety job. Yeah. And I, I'm um, very intrigued by where that's going to go yeah. from here for him because I think he has a chance to be a real star yeah. in that role, and I think it's going to be good for him. I, so, think, I think the thing about Kendall is up here right now, the bus that happened, he's pointing out the bus before they happen. Mm -hmm. The other guys aren't adjusting. I think that's a sign of how far he's coming along, right. along at that position. Yeah, I would agree. All right, with that, Oklahoma State has lost their last two games. Yeah. They need a reason to believe. Yes. And with that, the draft for this week's Stone Cloud Six Pack Ted Lasso quotes. And it also fits in because OSU women's soccer just did a Ted Lasso night. That's exactly night. right. Because football is did. life here in Stillwater. Yes, exactly. Listen, so. don't, be, hey, don't be looking at my list. <laughs> don't be looking at my list. So. All right. Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. So, with that, we will jump into uh, the last three rounds of the draft. Our favorite Ted Lasso quotes. Both of us are big fans of the show. And uh, if, I, if I had thought far enough ahead, I, I would have uh, shaved my beard into a into, uh, a, into a Foxworthy a and uh, there you go yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. he has a quote about a mustache Twitter account oh he does being creative yeah for uh, yeah. oh yeah I don't, yeah I don't remember yeah. that I remember the line well, I was about... doing research I found it yeah. okay all right well with that I will uh, I will give you the floor and uh, and let you fire away and uh, as you uh, as you dig through your research yeah, I'm actually there. I'm just gonna go for I'm not gonna go for a, a Ted Lasso quote right off the bat okay. I'm going to go with my favorite character, Roy Kent. Okay. I love Roy Kent. Mm -hmm. 
And it's just a one word phrase. Okay. <laughs> you wonder where I'm going here, don't you? <laughs> I have an idea. I have an idea. I'm not going to go with the F bomb. Uh-huh. We're not allowed to say that on here. This is a family show, everybody. That's right. As we drink beer at a brewery, <laughs> um, which is family location. Uh-huh. Oi. I'm just going with oi. Okay. Because the way he says it, the way he does it. Actually, hold on. I'll, go, I'll stick with oi. Whistle okay. is also in I, my That's head. where I thought you were going. Whistle that's is where I, where I probably should have went. Mm-hmm. Either way, his one word lines make me laugh so hard. Yeah. I mean, whistle. Every time he yells whistle, come on. Right. Or oi, too. I mean, it just yes. makes me laugh. Yes. And he's also got the lines of why won't you let me be happy as he's eating uh-huh. a euro. Right. Um, don't ever settle for, you know, less than great or whatever. Uh-huh. And, um, all that stuff. But just the one-liners including that for all three of those right there, whatever you want to lump that, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going with. I, I also, I, Whistle was, was at the top of my yeah. list of what I thought you were going to take. I thought it dawned might, on me in the middle of it. That's what I should have taken, but right. I took away. So I, I also thought it. you might just grunt. I didn't know if that. That also you. works too, yeah, yeah. but uh-huh. Whistle, man, Whistle makes me laugh yeah. so hard. Uh-huh. It is. It's, <laughs> it's, it is. It's great. All right. Uh, with that, I'm, uh, I'm going. So, so one of my favorite scenes of the entire show mm-hmm. is Ted playing darts. Oh, Rupert. God, Yes. This is on my list. Yeah, and so and and I, now I love the I love the quote. Be curious, not judgmental. Yes, but that's a Walt Whitman quote. Right. So I'm yes. not giving I'm not giving Ted credit for right. that. Yeah, yeah. But of course, right before he throws the final dart, barbecue sauce. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's I such love, a great uh, moment. I love that, that scene. That, is that moment. All of it. One of the best scenes in the entire series is right there. Oh, absolutely. It's so good. And 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 the whole uh, the whole. Theme that barbecue sauce and, and yes. his love of it plays throughout the show is spectacular. Yes. All right, uh, so I've, that brings us to uh, round two. This is not this is pick. this is not my number two, but this is a quote that goes with my Roy Kent stuff from Ted. Okay, on his excessive swearing, <laughs> he's kind of like all the nipples in that movie Showgirls. Halfway through, you don't even notice; he just kind of gets sucked into the narrative. <laughs> so that's not my number two, but it's just it's, that's a, it's, that's it, big time. It's, good. it's pretty accurate. Um, so. You know, I've got to go. One thing that I like about the season one finale is the, the that that hope that kills you line. Mm-hmm. I really like that line. Yeah, because I think it's kind of accurate in a lot of ways sometimes. Uh, but I like his line and response, and that's what I'm going to number two. All right. With he's been hearing this. I've been hearing this phrase. Y'all got over here that it ain't too crazy about. It's the hope that kills you. Y'all know that. I disagree. You know, I think it's the lack of hope that comes and gets you. See, I believe in hope. I believe in belief. Very nice. Yeah. Going with that one. Well played. That's really strong. And yeah. uh, believing in belief is what Oklahoma State fans need right now after uh, yes. a couple of, of really hard hard weeks. And my number two uh, would also benefit them in uh, in that same way. Be a goldfish. Yeah, I almost, that was, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. That's really, a classic. Really, really solid. Um, uh, there are a lot of his interactions with Sam that, uh, that I like. I might use another one for yeah. my final pick, so I won't tease it just yet. But uh, uh, I really enjoy that, and that obviously became a, a really meaningful phrase throughout uh, throughout the thing, short memory, and all uh, and all of that. So, um, yeah, that, that could help some uh, some Oklahoma State fans right yeah. now, being a goldfish. And I, I love a lot of that. I love like just there's so much positivity you can right. find out of this show. It's, exactly. it's so great. So, anyways, my third one mm-hmm. is just another topic. I could pick four quotes. I screenshot four <laughs> quotes from this one. His distaste of tea is one of the best things because I don't like tea either. I think uh-huh. it's gross. And every time he says something about it, I crack up. And so I've got to go with, man. Decisions, decisions. Yeah, I know. Um, 
be honest with me. It's a prank, right? The tea. Like, when us tourist folks aren't around, y'all know it tastes like garbage. You don't love it. It's pigeon sweat. It's pigeon sweat. Like, that's, that's, right. that's, that's the sum of tea for me, right there. I, uh, I can't, uh, well, I disagree with the concept. I love tea. Yeah. We had some tea uh, from HTO. That's exactly why uh, I thought to, of that. To shout out another, uh, another place here in Stillwater um, that was fantastic today. You missed out. but hey. I did not miss out. Whatever, whatever you want to do. My Diet Pepsi was delightful. I don't even right. like Diet Pepsi that much. It was delightful compared to that tea. Oh, all right. Very good. <laughs> well, um, with the final pick uh, in this draft, I, I was, I was going to hang on to Football is Life uh, from, yeah. from, from Danny, but, uh, but I'll, I'll let that go since you already uh, let that one out. Um, another one that I love is uh, Sam was more open than a jar of peanut butter on my counter. Uh, <laughs> I've been, I've been waiting for an opportunity to one. actually tweet that in yeah. a game when a, a receiver gets, yeah. uh, gets wide open. Um, That's a good one. Uh, another one from him, uh, don't bring an umbrella to a brainstorm, oh, is, a, is a fun one that I enjoy. That's a good one, enjoy. yes. But my, uh, my, my, my final pick in the draft is, uh, is one that is really high on my list that, uh, that I would also like to work into my, uh, my own life and, and, and be able to use at some point. I feel like I fell out of the lucky tree and ended up in a pool of cash and Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> That's a good one. Big fan of, That's a good uh, one. of, of that one. That's so. a good one. Here, here's another one that I considered on the Diamond Dogs. Oh, the Diamond Dogs. That, we didn't even, need, we didn't even yeah. steal anything with the Diamond it's Dogs. It's just a group of people who care, Roy. Not unlike folks at a hip-hop concert whose hands are not in the air. It is. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic stuff. Now Love I'm going to have to go rewatch this show. Right. I haven't watched it all the way through in a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do that next. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a bad idea. All right. With that, believe. Yes, just believe. Just believe in belief. Believe in belief. And, uh, and find your barbecue sauce. So. Yes. I love barbecue sauce myself. I love barbecue. Mm-hmm. So. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it. Drop your comments with uh, drop your score predictions in the comments so you can win a beer that we'll drink for you on the next show. And uh, check out the Colin Oliver podcast. That's right. The Colin Oliver podcast. That that's was a lot of fun. That's very important. Check that um, out. Yes. Really good stuff there to go check out. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk back to you this weekend. Uh, with, our, uh, with our post-game podcast late Friday night, which, of course, won't be posted until Saturday. Yeah. But anyway, we'll be back. So thanks for watching and listening to the Cowboy Chronicles.